Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. Good morning on this Monday. Bill Ryder with you here on the show. It is Writer Than You. Tom DeCelestino, the executive producer, hanging out. we got a great show lined up for you. The Dodd Father, Dennis Dodd, outstanding national college football insider from CBS Sports will be on the program an hour from now. And we'll talk about, as we discussed last week, turns out, Dodd, Father, and I are aligned on this. We will talk about the eyed expansion from the still as to have been yet played 12-team college football playoff model to maybe 14 or 16 a few years down the road, how that's actually just a Trojan horse for more Big Ten slash SEC dominance with Dennis. Coming up. Don't miss the conversation. It will be outstanding. We've got a rapid fire by ourselves today because a lot of things to get to. A.J. Brown, Russell Wilson talking about some angst around their respective situations. We'll get into those things. Eric Bieniemy, man, that guy is a interesting case study on how careers can go up and down. Takes what looks to me, and we'll tell you why it should look to you, like a giant step down. Just a few years ago, offensive coordinator, maybe the greatest machine in sports, the Chiefs. Now he's heading to the college game. If you want to call us, 855 212 CBS, if you want to send us X's, if you want X's to mark the spot, what a dumb name for a social media company. If you want to tweet at us, sports writer is mine, pretty daddy CBS is his because he's the, I guess, prettiest of daddies. We don't know why Tom does the things that that he does. Again, phone number 855-212-4CBS. It is hard to let go of things that have once been great. It is hard to acknowledge when something marvelous has vanished on you. It is hard if you've been a sports dynasty to know when the haters are finally right or it's time to hold on for one more run. The Chiefs will experience this at some point. Not now. They're in the midst of their greatness. The Patriots went through this and they let go too soon. And that's why Tom Brady and Tampa Bay celebrated a Super Bowl together. There's a lot of examples here. Hell, the Dallas Mavericks on the NBA side won one against the Heat 10, 11 years ago, and Mark Cuban blew that thing up and hasn't sniffed that level of excellence since then. 
So I'm not mad at for the war at the Warriors, Golden State, four championships in this run, for thinking they still have a chance. Hell, I'm beyond not mad. I understand why the Golden State Warriors and the actions that have happened over the last two or three days, and all the indications are, despite the fact they're still in that play-in scenario, despite the fact they got their behinds beat down by the defending champion Denver Nuggets last night, I understand why the Warriors think they still have a shot, and I agree with them. I don't have the same level of confidence they do. They think they are absolute contenders. They think they are what they used to be, which is a team as good as anybody that can beat anybody. Hell, Draymond Green, on his podcast, said this exact thing since last we were able to come on the radio and talk to you. I 100% believe that we are legit title title contenders this season. I don't see any team out there that we couldn't beat. Obviously, the car's got to fall in place. Obviously, a lot of things got to go your way. Obviously, you need some luck. That's just the nature of winning championships. But I don't see any team in the NBA that we can't beat and compete for a title. And mama, we still got that man. I like how he stumbled out of the gate. Who am I to talk about stumbling when you're talking? But it's because he's not. I'm not sure deep down he really believes it. But that's what they're selling. And the news backs this up. Also, since last we spoke to you, the uh, one and only Steve Kerr, who, by the way, not universally beloved in, in Warriors country. Don't know how much you know this if you're not a Warriors fan. You would think, oh, okay, guy's the head coach of the Warriors. It was his arrival that coincided with, and, and supporters would say, unlock Stephen Curry's greatness and Draymond Green's greatness and Clay Thompson's greatness, the latter two having faded part of the reason people think maybe the Warriors aren't the team to beat. Steve Kerr just got a massive, massive two-year extension. He's making real money. That extension now coincides with and overlaps with the end of Stephen Curry's contract. Curry turns 36 not too far from now, so he's getting older. So this is a Warriors team that thinks they can do it. I'm not even going to play. You don't even know if there's sound of the owner. But the owner said recently, because he always says this, that we're still, we're, there's not going to be a, they're not going to tail off. They're not going to have a gap between excellence and, and being down. That they're always, because they're so smart in Golden State, they're always going to be competitors. And, and he's wrong, but the reason that he's wrong is the reason that they're actually accidentally right, that they're still contender right now. The Warriors believes, the owner believes, they had a big story in the New York Times seven years ago, actually a buddy of mine wrote it, where this ownership group who's behind Oracle, made their money in technology, are smarter than most people in the world of business. They believe that they are better than everyone else in the NBA at running NBA teams. And that they have a secret sauce they've created, a hidden recipe that no one else has, that they have unlocked the secret of success. Because this is what happens when the greatest athletes in history are part of your team. They spread their shine and their greatness and their light on so many people who mistake themselves for the actual source of warmth. Happened, certainly happened with the Patriots and Tom Brady. Poor Jerry Krause and Scottie Pippen and everybody else with Michael Jordan. How many collective bums has LeBron James back in the day, especially in the Eastern Conference, dragged to the light of a conference finals or a finals? The Warriors aren't as smart as they think they are. They just have Steph Curry. And that has led to problematic decision-making. It has led to Clay Thompson, who did have 23 points last night, by the way. Problem is only in the first half and then fell off a cliff. Or Draymond Green being able to punch people. Or Steve Kerr, who I like and think is a very good coach, not knowing how to do actual rotations. Kind of an important part of the head coaching job. Or Bob Myers, the GM, leaving. The Warriors still think they've got the magic secret recipe sauce ingredients because they do. It's just, it's not their brilliance. It's not their plan. It's it's Steph Curry. And the fact that Steph Curry still plays in the basketball team is why Draymond Green is right. 
It's as simple as saying if you have Jordan, still as Jordan, you can win. Yeah. When Tiger was healthy, he could beat anybody. Yep. Yep, that's it. When the Dodgers are rolling, they're going to they're gonna sweep through the, the NL West. That's correct. That's happened 12 of the last 13 years, whatever the number is. I think that I think that Tom Brady guy can win. Yeah, no kidding. Like, I can give you all the reasons in the margins that the Warriors can have some optimism beyond Steph Curry. Klay Thompson coming off the bench, playing largely against the second team of the opposing team, has been really, really good. It has reignited his confidence, and not just his confidence— I am. I play a lot of tennis. I'm better at tennis when I play people that aren't as good as people that are as good. That's how that works. Clay Thompson is playing a lesser, often, level of opponent. The minutes that he has now coming off the bench are often, not always, often easier minutes. And the guy is still the best guy coming off the bench of most players in the NBA. So that's, that's a big bonus. I think Jonathan Kaminga's emergence while delayed because of Steve Kerr's problems as a coach and rotations and development, has been really, really critical. Do I think that Draymond Green should be punching people in the face or choking people? No. I think it's probably a bad idea. See poor Jordan Poole, whose career is a meme now, because he literally got punched in the face by by Draymond Green and got caught on on a video camera. But two things can be true at once. Draymond Green can be a terrible presence often for his team and think he's immune from it because actually it's the shine of Steph Curry that has erased those realities. And he can also be, when he's playing with Stephen Curry, a critical piece. And his return from suspension has coincided with the Warriors playing well. They last last night to the Nuggets. Now, this is the thing that it all comes back to, which is Steph Curry. They've won 10 out of 13, by the way, despite the loss last night. I know that they're in the play-in, and it would probably behoove them to get out of that. But right now, and they're only half game in this spot, the Suns are in the play-in. And the Lakers are in the play-in. If those two teams and the Warriors are in the play-in, there three of the four teams in the play-in are, are those three teams. Only two can emerge. But any of those teams can make a run. Any of them. None would surprise me. The Warriors are the most likely team to do it because they have Steph Curry. And to that point, Steph Curry did not shoot well last night, did not play well last night. The fact that Golden State was able to, at least for a half, a little more than that, compete with the Denver Nuggets, with Steph and Curry going 1-7 in that first half and not playing well, that is a sign the Warriors have enough there that when Steph is Steph, they can do it. They can get it done. They can be the team that they want to be. I understand. I really do why that organization gave Steve Kerr that money, is doing everything in its power to tolerate Draymond Green, didn't, maybe as importantly to this conversation, did not blow up that team at the trade deadline, even though Andrew Wiggins has been a shell of himself. While they thought hope maybe cross our fingers if Clay Thompson goes to the bench, it'll reignite something, and it has, by the way. Clutching at all of those straws, hoping beyond hope that you're still the thing that you're, you're not, but you used to be, makes sense when you have an all-time great, which is what Steph Curry is. But this team was already down the road to not what it was, some form of a shell of itself a couple years ago. And a couple years ago, against a really good Celtics team, not as good as this year's Celtics team, this Warriors team won the whole thing because Steph Curry is an absolute beast. So you see Draymond Green go out there and say we're champions. You see the news that Steve Kerr got paid a lot of money for an extra two years. You hear that that Steph's getting to be 36. You hear the owner in Golden State telling reporters, we're never going to trail off. We're never not going to be good. We're always going to be amazing because we're brilliant. It's all centered around the same reality. For different reasons, all of these folks and every other person that's a part of the Warriors think they can win the whole thing this year. And the reality is they can but it's only because of Steph Curry. However long Steph Curry can be the player 
that has defined, along with LeBron, this era of basketball. What an amazing statement, accurate statement, that he is so outstanding that he defines this era as much as LeBron James, especially with the way that three-point shooting has evolved, and you don't have to be oversized if you have an amazing handle and you can shoot the rock and the way offenses have changed. We've talked about Steph so much. The Warriors are right, and I'm not mad at them for holding on to the dream because the Patriots should have just erred on the side of caution and they'd have another Super Bowl, or at least Tom Brady wouldn't have one without them. Had the Bulls been able to convince Jordan after the second three-peat to return, and he didn't want to, to come back again, he hated that organization, eventually went to the Wizards, they would have had not six, but maybe seven, maybe eight. And the dynasty that we're actually in the midst of, it's not the basketball one, it's the NFL one, the Chiefs are someday, because everything ends, going to reach the end point of that reality. They're going to be on the margins of whether they can still do it. Maybe that happens when Andy Reid decides to step away. I think much more likely, in fact, certainly for me, it is a Patrick Mahomes question. And when that time comes, and I love Mahomes, I don't know where you all come down. Just, I like watching the guy play. Seems like a likable dude. I like that Chiefs organization. Hope it's 10 or 13 years from now. You hold on as long as you can. Once-in-a-lifetime stars come around. You ready for this? Once-in-a-lifetime. So give them a few extra years. If I'm the Warriors, it all makes sense. This year, next year, 2026, yeah, Steph's going to be older. Yeah, maybe it won't work. Yeah, maybe as it falls apart, Draymond's going to start kicking and choking a lot of other people on the court. It's worth the risk. Because the odds of you winning the championship in this little spell now, 1%, 7%, 11%, are higher than the odds of you winning a championship once Stephen Curry leaves and you realize he was the source of your greatness. That's 0%. And then you'll have to reset and figure out a new plan. Good for you, Warriors. Go for it. 855-2124-CBS is the phone number. Twitter again, SportsWriter, Sports, R-E-I-T-E-R, at Pretty Daddy CBS. Good morning, Tom. Good morning, Bill. Happy Monday to you, and happy yeah. birthday. Yeah, yeah. It, thank you. So, okay, I'm a little, thank you, I'm glad you remembered. I'm a little disappointed you remembered because I have a rule. I don't know if you subscribe to this rule. You can't tell people it's your birthday on your birthday. I absolutely 100% agree with you on that one. Now, I think if you're at the checkout, right, if you're, if you're getting the eggs for, for the wife at, at uh, in, in my case, you know, Whole Foods or Ralph's, uh, I can't. Yeah, there's a, Ralph's is a big thing here. Okay, I don't know about Ralph's. Random, right? Okay. Who the hell was Ralph? I don't know. <laughs> Good old Ralph. And, and the, the lady says anything else. I think you can be like, say, you know, yeah, no, I'm good. Here, credit card, it's my birthday. And oh, happy birthday. And then you can run away. I think that's okay. Let's share a little moment. <laughs> but you can't be people you're stuck with. You can't be saying it's your birthday. I told you last week a few times today was my birthday. And then you forgot this morning. And I was pr- – you did. We talked I on did. the phone. I did. That's a true story. And I got off the phone and Lori goes, did he wish you happy birthday? I go, oh, no. She, and she goes, are you going to tell him? And I said, no, I can't. It's a rule. I said, but I am going to make him bum of the week on Friday for forgetting. I can't wait to tell him tomorrow. <laughs> now, before before we started that phone call, before we had our little chat this morning, were what were the odds that you thought I would remember to say 50, happy birthday? 50, 50, 50. Okay. Did somebody remind you? How did you remember? You remember uh, this? Yeah. Uh, I've been I've been told I I can't say, so I plead the fifth. Well, you can't say. I've been told not to say. It's not a state secret. The CIA didn't. Well, like a journalist, I don't want to so, give up my sources. My wife, my wife does not, does not have your info. I can't confirm or deny. Okay, 
If it's my wife, I'm going to go ask her. I'm going to text her after this. You're, you're bum of the week. Oh, come on. Yeah. No way. It's I'm only just, Monday. No, I'm just telling you right now. Oh, come well, on. Well, as long as it's not Lori, as long as it's not Lori, although maybe she'll be bum of the week, too. Co-winners? <laughs> Could be. All right. Thank you. It is. It is. By the way, can I say this? I'm 46. Why are people so worried? I got buddies who turn 40 or 45 or 50 or, and freak out. Who cares? I didn't handle 30 well. Really? Yeah. I just didn't. I wish I'd known that. Were, were, were we working together? I would have really laid it on thick. Uh, we weren't working together, but we were okay. colleagues. Okay, but you didn't speak to me during that, that stage. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. I like your farmer shirt, by the way. Did you wear it for my birthday <laughs> subconsciously? Uh, no. But farmer I'm, time! I'm glad, I'm glad you, you like it. What was the uh, soybean count this year? <laughs> Still got to get to that. Happy birthday, me. Happy birthday. All right, I'm going to text my wife. You're both in big trouble. If she, if she, oh, that is, yeah, you're great at keeping secrets. Uh, let's talk about Lionel Messi and his magic and Russell Wilson and his delusion next here on CBS Sports Radio. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome back to Writer Than You. So I moved a bunch of stuff around. I actually moved a couch against a door that's supposed to go outside. And I'm just like, I'm, not, I'm serious. Like, I'm not using the door anymore. Seriously, I was in a photo. On CBS Sports Radio. Yeah, you make fun of it. I was thinking this weekend how much... Bi- I live in a tiny little place. I live in L.A. Now my now that area is bigger, Tom. It's my it's my little man cave now. Little being the optimal word because it's not a basement because, you know, that's expensive. But now you have one less way to get in and out of your house. Yeah, but but it's fine. There's other doors. Okay, it's not the main door. Oh, I would hope not. It does go to like a back patio area that's harder to access now. You can go around. Okay, I'll walk around. Just to catch you up, it's my birthday. Tom forgot. Then he wished me <laughs> happy birthday, and I tried to figure out why, and he wouldn't tell me who it was. And I said, if you're if my wife told you, then you're bum of the week, and so is she, maybe. And then Tom gave away, so you, you, you let your sources be betrayed. I've, I've, I've communicated with Lori, and here's her message. Let me get this straight. We're bum of the week for celebrating your existence. It's a great point. Lori's off the list. Wow. <laughs> <Yep. laughs> 
on. You're and still also, on there. why do you assume that somebody reminded me? Why couldn't I just remember or look at a note that I had written it down? Because I asked you, and you said I can't tell you. It's a secret. Which means someone told you. I may have said that. Yeah. All right. Your own communication. Uh, speaking of communication, uh, Russell Wilson is going to communicate with all of us. And what he's going to say out loud is some version of, I don't get it. But let me first just give you a little setup here. Russell Wilson, obviously a Denver Bronco, been there a couple years, signed a contract that is brutal. And they had a standoff at the end of the regular season in which they did not play him because they wanted him, as we understand it, to change a clause in his contract. Here's the clause. And here's where it brings us to today and brings us to Russell Wilson not understanding that he's not the Russell Wilson he was three or four years ago. Russell Wilson is going to make $37 million this year. He is guaranteed a whole bunch of money this year. However, regardless of whether the Broncos cut him or not, not going to be able to trade him, not at that salary, it's not going to work. They want to move on from him. they got to just pay him almost $40 million. Why? Because if on March 17th he passes a physical as still a member of the Broncos, that money he's guaranteed is also guaranteed in 2025. So the 17 goes to around $34 million. So the Broncos are almost certainly, we'll see. And remember, Sean Payton didn't seem to be in love with, with, with Wilson as his quarterback when Sean Payton came in as the head coach. Almost certainly they're going to cut him and have to pay him the $37 million, which would free up Russell Wilson now with his money in hand at least that one year to go play wherever he wants. All right, that brings us to the I Am Athlete podcast. Brandon Marshall, member, former longtime excellent wide receiver, talking to, to Russ about this. And there is a, and I know you need this sometimes to be great at your job, but listen to the level of delusion in a quarterback likely to be cut who will land maybe with the Steelers and what he thinks he can still do. So you sitting here at 35, say you feel the best you've ever felt. Do you still have that obsession? I got more fire than ever, honestly, especially over the past two years of what I've gone through, whether it's in Denver or somewhere else. I, I hope it's in Denver. You know, I hope I get to finish there. I, I committed there. I wanted to be there. You know, I want to be there. For me, it's about winning. Over the next five years, I want to win, too. I want to feel the chill of that trophy again. You know, I, I love the city and everything else. But, you know, you also want to be a place that, that wants you, too. So the thing that I, I, I want to do is, is, is win. Man. That's, all, that's all I care about. Yeah, I want to have the body of a high school student again. But you know what? If wishes were fishes, as Tom likes to say, we'd all be... Kings. That's not the expression, and Tom doesn't say it. I under the thing about Russell Wilson is I think he actually believes it, and I think that's part of the problem. Yes, there's a fine line. You have to, especially at quarterback in the NFL, that alpha need, that confidence. You got to believe in yourself, but you also have to, as a late 30s quarterback who has clearly deteriorated, especially some of the physical skills that used to get him out of trouble. You have to know what you are to be able to navigate where you want to go. Well, look, it's my birthday. I'm older. He's getting older. It's part of the deal. It's, it's part of life. He's not winning. He's not winning two Super Bowls going forward. Certainly not. Certainly not if he doesn't understand that he needs to be vastly different than he was. And some of that difference would be, and I'm not ever mad at anybody, anybody for not taking their money. But the Broncos are asking him to take less because they can't build a successful roster with him on the team because he's not good enough to take up $37 million year after year after year after year on the cap. That's part of the reality. The other reality is, and I believe him when he says he thinks he can win two more. He's wrong. He's wrong, but I believe him. 
he is not telling the truth when he says he wants to be a Bronco. Because if you listen to the entirety of that podcast, and he gets into, again, his version, his perspective on what went wrong at the end of the season, why he didn't play, he doesn't sound like a guy who's trying to make amends. He's pretty frustrated, put out, candid. It's, it's, it would be as if Tom came on and talked about the bosses here and was like thro- you know, throwing barbs and elbows left and right, slinging arrows. That would be an indication Tom had won the lottery or found another job. You don't talk about your current employers, your current team, with the level of, I think it's disregard that, that Russell Wilson did on that podcast, on other parts of it that we're not going to play you if you want to go back. So Russell Wilson the Steeler, okay. I, look, I, at its ceiling, Russell Wilson did not, did not have a terrible year. He played okay. And for Russell Wilson to get bought out, in effect, it's not a buyout. They're going to pay him his money. They're going to cut him. They owe it to him. But for the Denver Broncos to, in effect, subsidize the Steelers' ability to bring in Russell Wilson on the kind of contract he should be on. And by the way, veterans minimum might be what it looks like. He doesn't need the money. He's going to get the $37 million from the Broncos. I do think there's a scenario where, at its height where the Steelers can be really interesting. It can be better than the Broncos next year. Russell Wilson on the Steelers at the right amount of money, which is probably going to happen, can be a more successful football team than the Broncos next year without Russell Wilson. Part of that is because Mike Tomlin doesn't, does not coach losing seasons. It is a stunning continuation, decade after decade now almost, of that guy finding a way, even without Roethlisberger, to win games or win more games than he loses. But Russell Wilson and the Steelers, even if Russ throws 30 touchdowns and, and 10 picks, right, similar to this year, maybe a little bit better. And that's probably going to be an offense that's going to be conservative. They're going to lean on defense. They'll run the football. They'll put Russell Wilson in a position where he can be as successful as he possibly can be, even at the height of what they can accomplish. The Steelers are not beating the Chiefs. They're not. No one's beating the Chiefs, but certainly not Pittsburgh. They're not beating Buffalo, who I think can get pretty far until they play Kansas City. They're not beating even the Miami Dolphins, who I think are going to be really good next year. They're not beating the Bengals if Joe Burrow is able to be healthy. They're not in the same class as the Ravens. And and I haven't talked about every single team that has the potential to be in the playoffs and be better than Pittsburgh. But I do think because of Tomlin and and that quarterback, maybe you're talking more of a 10 or an 11-win team or if it's a hell of a coaching job. And Tomlin could do it, a 12-win team. But Super Bowls out of the AFC, it's not happening. I understand why you got to say those things. It's not happening. And he's not doing anything five years from now. It's two of the next three years, maybe, maybe. He's not playing five more years. We've seen, and he's not a, his athleticism, his ability to use his legs. Remember, there were years in Seattle where he was the run game, kind of like Josh Allen with, with Buffalo. There were years where he had to create for himself. He's an older guy. He's going to be a guy that really stays in that pocket. He's not going to be able to put his team on his shoulders the way that maybe he used to and carry them to a championship. And those of you that are Russell Wilson hitters, I'm aware that his one Super Bowl win was with the Legion of Boom, and the second that he gave away was also with the Legion of Boom. That was an outstanding defense. So I'm not even buying into his own narrative. I'm just telling you that is his narrative. Even if he views himself as a quarterback that carried a team, and many people would say he didn't, guy's a Hall of Fame quarterback either way, he's not that anymore. Whatever he was, creation, success of his own imagination, or an actual franchise quarterback who can carry you, whatever, he's not that. 
Ain't winning two. Uh, very quickly, I want to hit a bunch of stuff. Uh, Leo Messi played yesterday. I'm just telling you, it's a. I think it's a hundred bucks. I'm talking to timer, but like, if you are interested in watching Leo Messi, if you don't even have to like soccer, it is worth watching because the magic this guy produces. It feels like every game is astounding. I'm a child of the Jordan era, and I grew up in Dubuque, Iowa, and the Chicago suburbs, and back again, <clears throat> Dubuque, Iowa. You know, two and a half hours from Chicago. There, there aren't big cities in Iowa. My part of Iowa, that's the big city that was closest. So I grew up a Bulls fan, and I've never been able to replicate Jordan's greatness as a fan. Even as good as LeBron is, the, the maybe Tiger, maybe Tiger, the certainty of what was going to happen. Didn't matter where the Bulls were in a playoff series. Didn't matter if they were down in the finals. You just knew that there were, if Jordan had to hit some shot with three seconds and there were three guys in his face and wild horses and stallions yanking him away, he was still somehow going to hit that shot. Messi is doing this. Now, okay, it's MLS. It's not in the final. I get it, but it, it's, it's astounding. And last night, my, my son's a huge Messi fan. We were watching Inter-Miami. They were playing the LA Galaxy here in LA. My son definitely wanted to know why we weren't at the game, and I explained what, how money works. <laughs> we don't have any to go spend on, on Messi. So we're watching on TV, and the LA Galaxy dominated Messi's team, largely. And Messi and his friends look like those dudes from, what, was it Cocoon? I never saw it. Where a bunch of old guys go on an alien thing and come out and they're young and they play. It's a movie, Tom, from the 80s. I've only seen the trailer because I like I liked trailers. And it was one nothing, the bad guys, and my son was upset, and there was three minutes left. And I said to Henry, three minutes in, in regulation time, so it really turned out to be ten minutes left. And I said to Henry, they're gonna, it's going to be one-to-one. Or maybe... Hell, Inter-Miami might win 2-1. to one. And Henry goes, no, they suck. They're not playing well. And I just said, hey, man, I've seen this before with a guy named Jordan. He, and at, at the very end of the game, with th- halfway through this this sort of expiring time, Messi did a bunch of magic and scored a wonder, uh, wonder goal. Amazing goal. Sent out to Jordi Alba, his teammate in Barcelona, who sent it back. And with the outside of his left foot, he's left-footed, put the ball in the... It was astounding. So... I'm not going to talk about soccer. You don't care. And if you do, you sh- sorry, MLS fans, you probably shouldn't care about M- MLS. But you should watch Leo Messi. It is magical. It is incredible. It is like watching Jordan or watching Tiger because what he does, even at his age, is absolutely absurd and worth your time. All right, uh, we'll get into the Combine a little bit. I mean, it's going on. I've got just a reminder for you that the Combine is more of an event than it is a successful evaluation tour for players, we'll talk about that in a few minutes. And I want to get into Eric Bieniemy and what really is a fall from the heights of his profession and a very weird move in his decision to go to UCLA as the associate head coach on Bieniemy's strange career turn after we get a CBS Sports Radio update from Andrew Bogish. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. 
and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. When he's right... He's right. My wife, by the way, I do the dishes largely. She only drinks cups from cups you can't put in the dishwasher. So then I try to put them in the dishwasher <laughs> and she gets mad. So there's like, I'm not kidding, there's 30 cups that are just always sitting out and she won't wash her own. Like, pick the cups you can put in the dishwasher. So today, and she thought it was clever and I thought it was too early in the morning, took a photo of 30 dirty cups and, and she put underneath it, this is a Taylor Swift reference, death by a thousand cups. <laughs> That's funny. I don't like her being funny on a problem she created. You're listening to Writer Than You with Bill Writer. I see you, pretty daddy. I know you're trying to, to push this, this Lori bum of the week, so it won't be you. That's only going to make you more bum of the week for going against my beloved. Anybody but me. That's my it's mindset. You. You're basically winning. Me. You're basically winning Friday. We got four and a half days left. Look, there's time for Doc Rivers to pull a Doc Rivers, but outside of that, or if Jay Cutler unretires or something, you're in deep trouble. It's not great. Doc is Chris starting Paul. to win games. Yeah, Chris Paul's. I mean, let's slow it down a little bit. He beat Minnesota, right? That's a real win. You beat a Sixers team that has no Embiid. They're going to win games. Uh, Combine begins today, technically this week. You've got interviews, orienta- orientation. Welcome. Hopefully you make it to the NFL. And if you do, good luck with that, too. Orientation. Uh, the the uh, soda machine is down the hallway to the left. Now, the photocopy code is only for, come on, orientation. Uh, you also have exams. That stupid test these, these poor folks have to take. Can you imagine getting out of college and having to take one more test? I guess, yes, if you're a lawyer, you, you can imagine it very well. No, thank you. And then on-field workouts begin Thursday to Sunday. I, I, I'm going to make a sweeping statement. It's true, but it's true in the overarching macro reality. There's certainly some cases where this is not, not so. I think that this is this event is overblown. I think, and this comes from people who have been GMs in the National Football League and played in the NFL, I think sometimes you've got folks who don't trust their eyes or aren't good at watching tape and actually scouting or don't have good scouting departments who use this as a crutch or a fallback or get caught up in what some guy does do. And more to the point, doesn't do... On these on-field workouts, the measurements, the physicality, the speed, the strength, 80% of this should be what these kids did in college, these young men did in college, in the college game and did on tape. That is, remember, Lamar Jackson fell for a variety of reasons. Fell. He was late first round, early second round pick, whatever. I think end of the first round. 
the guy is a multi-time MVP winner. There's a lot of examples we could give you. Now, I do think the interview matters. I think the interview is important. I think it's any job interview. Getting to know somebody is significant. And the thing is about an interview is you have to know what questions to ask based on how serious you are. And you have to know how serious you are based on, you ready for this? The tape and the scouting. You should have a sense of these players, and I mean 90% locked in, before they get to Indianapolis and go through today's orientation where they learn where the coffee maker is, whatever they're doing at orientation. All right, Tom, here's what I want to do. I want to do best interview and worst job interview you ever had. I'll go first. You ready? (laughs) I'm ready. Same cycle. When I was in college, I I was a newspaper guy, and I was a newspaper writer uh, for the first few years out of school. I wasn't a sports writer in the beginning, although I did sports stories how I got here. What a weird life. So same cycle. I, I, I did all these internships. When I was younger, I worked at the Chillicothe Constitution Tribune, the Brookfield newspaper in Missouri, and the Marceline paper. Lived in my aunt and uncle's garage next to their boat, so I could get in-state tuition my freshman year. I worked at the Washington Times, not the Washington Post. My sophomore year, I worked at the St. Louis Post-Dispatch. And so my la- summer after summer, right? So my last summer, I, I had a chance to get a good internship. So I, do you want the good one or the bad one first? Uh, let's go with the good one first. The Wall Street Journal shows up. And there's an opportunity to work, to enter the Wall Street Journal, and she, I don't know what I was thinking. This went well. I uh, the the recruiter she asked me what I liked about the Wall Street Journal, and I gave a whole answer. And then I talked about how I used the Wall Street Journal to pick up women on on, on, on campus. <laughs> but she and I I got to I did a whole I walk around. And they think I'm smart, and and I walked out of there thinking I'm never going to get that. And I got offered an internship there, and then later a job in Hong Kong. Neither of which I took. Okay, went well. Okay. Bad interview. Same day, I think. Same cycle. The New York Times shows up. The Wall Street Journal people were pretty chill and laid back. New York Times recruiter guy was pretty stuffy. And he goes, why do you want to work at the New York Times? My last name is Ryder. And I look him dead in the eye and I go, because I've been a writer since the day I was born. And he goes, ha Long pause. 30 second pause. No, seriously. And I walked out of there thinking, crushed it. Didn't crush it. Didn't crush it. Never heard from them. I don't think they even emailed me back. <laughs> Nailed it. On NFL Combine Interview Day, those are my best and worst. What are yours? This will come as a big surprise to you. Big, big surprise. My worst interview was actually a job that I got. This here job. Now, not the specific position with you. Okay. But when I initially interviewed with a big boss who's no longer here, this has got to be, what, 12 years ago? The initial CBS Sports Radio get-in-the-door job. Yes, get-in-the-door okay. job. Uh, it was a very quick interview, maybe like 15, 20 minutes. And at the end of the interview, Big Boss looks at me and says, that didn't go well for you, but I'm going to talk to you now. And he actually made a motion with his hand and said, formal interview over. Now we're just going to talk. And he gave me tips on how to improve my interviewing skills. Eric Spitz? Uh, yes, that's correct. Great guy. Yeah. Great guy. Just flat out told me right to my face, that didn't go well. And you got the job. I did. I did. Do you think it's because you were the prettiest of daddies? I don't think so. Okay. I, I, I don't think that what it was. Okay. Under, understood. Got um, it. I've had plenty of interviews. I mean, look, anytime I didn't get a job, I thought I, thought I was going to get it. But I've noticed in interviews, and you could probably attest to this, to this. I've not interviewed with you once, but I've interviewed with you twice. I remember. I didn't I remember. get it the first time. You were you were a little nervous the first time. 
Um, I tend to get nervous for these things, which doesn't, which doesn't help. I tend to ramble, which I think is the biggest, like, um, I'm not great at selling myself. So I, I know that I need to talk, but I don't really know how to go about selling myself. Look, I don't know anything about anything, but maybe talking to human beings the two years between every job interview would help with that skill. People have advised to do that. I really haven't <laughs> taken up. Here you are. Taking that up. Are you glad you got this this current job? Yeah, I nailed it, right? Yeah. Crushed it. Yeah, but you could be bum of the week on Friday. So it's yeah. just, you know, For like catch 20. Third time already this year? Yeah, you're you're on a roll. I mean, look, I, I do think, I think I told you three times last week, Oh hey, it's my birthday on this day, and you can, you know, maybe, maybe write things down. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'm yeah. going to. Uh, I'm going to start. I've got yours on my calendar. I don't even. Is it May or September? It's on the calendar. Uh, it's so October. I, just, I open. Let's see. If I open the calendar, right, and then I just nope. February 26th, not your birthday. I'm looking at it. Not your birthday. I got you next year. I got you. My brother usually forgets to, to happy birthday, and he got me early. So he even he's figured it out. Oh, I was going to say, why isn't he bum of the week? Because he's figured it out. Okay. All right. He's been bum of the family as a result. That's a whole different <laughs> reality. Uh, quick note, um, Jane Daniels is going to skip workouts at the Combine. He'll throw at his pro day workout like a lot of people do. There's a report out there that Caleb Williams is going to follow the exact same approach. Caleb Williams is not going to throw at, at the LSU Pro Day top, his own. So did there. Stand-up comedian, I'm not. Um, Michael Penix Jr., Bo Nix, J.J. McCarthy will reportedly throw at the Combine. Again, those things will be later in the week. I think quarterbacks throw on Friday or work out on, on Friday. So uh, stay tuned for a bunch of GMs to just overreact to all the stuff that happens out of what is basically a content creation event and good for the NFL to get it done. All right, very, very quickly, I don't want to run out of too much time on this. Eric Bieniemy is one of the most fascinating people to me in sports, in large part because I don't know, and I would challenge you wherever you are, I don't think you do either, how good he is or not. I, I started the show talking about how the rare lights that shine the brightest in sports, right, the Jordans and the Tigers, and I would put Steph Curry on that list, they obscure what we know about the things around them. They They, they change the physics around them, and they often lend their greatness and their shine and their brightness to people who don't deserve it but think they do. That's clearly true with Patrick Mahomes. Hard to know now. We're, we're in it. How much of it is Mahomes? Maybe other people should get some credit. Maybe Bien-Ami's a really Eric Bieniemy's a really good offensive coordinator. There were certainly reports of tension between him and Andy Reid and, and Mahomes, and, and Bieniemy could not and has not been able to get a head coaching job. He went to Washington as not just the offensive coordinator, but basically the number two, the associate head coach. Everybody got blown out and fired. Him too. He says he didn't get fired. Okay, cool, bro. He said he interviewed for that job and a couple other jobs in the NFL didn't get them. I don't know how good Eric Bieniemy is. It's really hard to tell where his excellence starts and, and, and stops and where Mahomes begins or ends. Although the Chiefs' offense wasn't as good this year. And yet here they are, Super Bowl champions. This is a sign that either Bianami's not as good as maybe believers would think, or he has gotten a raw deal in terms of credit. Or maybe like you, Tom, he doesn't interview well, which is a real thing. I have buddies who are so much better at what they did than most of us when we were younger, pursuing our careers, who didn't interview well. It was crazy. Because Bianami is now the, are you ready for this? The associate head coach and offensive coordinator at UCLA. He went from trying to be a head coach in the NFL, to the number two at a program where that head coach just left that program to be the offensive coordinator 
at another program in the same conference, Ohio State. You following what I'm saying? And here's the other reality. There's been some reporting this week around college football and NFL insiders, and I apologize to whatever reporter first put it out there. I can't remember who it was. I want to credit people. There is an, uh, an accelerating trend where NFL, excuse me, college coaches are desperate to get to the NFL and not make the leap to be a head coach. Just, I'll be your linebacker's coach. I'll be your assistant. I'll bring coffee to people at orientation at the Combine because they're over NIL. They're over the transfer portal. The rules have changed. It's more difficult. It's not easy to figure out who who's going to stay and who's going to go. You have to manage these kids as if they are basically free agents any given moment and not under your thumb the way they used to be. And so... It is it is a it is a market in college for people that don't have other options because people that have options are trying to go to the NFL. You don't leave the NFL to go to college to be a number two unless something has gone terribly terribly wrong. It's a huge step down, Farrick Bieniemy. A huge step down. Now he's going to play for his former buddy, who is the head coach. He's from this part of the country. He went to high school in Southern California, and he was the running backs coach. Think about this. With UCLA 20 years ago, 2003 to 2005, which means the guy has basic, I know he's the offensive coordinator and he's the associate head coach, but you don't spend 20 years of your career making that one level leap up. That's what he did. It's a full circle thing. I, I don't know how good this guy is at his job. I would suspect he's outstanding at it and that he is unable to manage up effectively. And you have to manage up, by the way, and this is a, a problem that Mike McCarthy had with Aaron Rodgers. Some guys you man are beneath you, they're the talent, they're the quarterback, but then they become, in this case, Patrick Mahomes, or in the other case, Aaron Rodgers, and you have to shift. You have to suddenly manage up, not manage down. They're, they become your de facto bosses. Biennemi maybe isn't able to do that. Maybe he didn't manage up well with Reed. Maybe, like Tom, like a buddy of mine, Andy, I went to college with, super talented people who, that was a nice thing I said about you, who don't who don't interview well. And that is a failure of the people in, in positions who hire, but that's the way the world works. Eric Bieniemy may be a victim of the same stupid group think that has the combine having too much weight. What's everybody else think? What did he say? Oh, he's so good in the interview. Oh, did you see how fast he ran? I guess I'm going to draft him. I'm not going to worry about the fact that when I saw him on tape at Michigan, he actually wasn't very effective against guys that aren't even going to make in the NFL. Fifth round pick, yeah, oh, he's a bust. Okay, cool. So we'll see. Whatever happens, Bieniemy's career path now is to try to be a well-paid head coach at the college level. And that's probably the goal. Could be right, could be wrong. He could be. He probably thinks, all right, if I can make it, if I can succeed, I'll get a head coaching job. And if I can be a high-powered offensive mind at the college level, maybe someday I can get a Texas. Or a, That's what he's thinking. But for now, it's a big, big step down. All right, 855-212-4CBS. Let's talk about college football. We'll talk about the enemy thing, too. And just all the college football shenanigans with our guy, Dennis Dodd, the Dodd father from CBS Sports, next here on CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. 
I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t